Who's been sitting in my chair? It was my 29th birthday and I'd called a few friends over for a celebration. It was my last year in the 20s and then I'd be moving into the terrible 30s when I'd be bound to start examining my life and totting up my successes and failures and eyeballing my two experience before I die list as the chances of fulfilling it grew more and more remote. Letty had stayed back after they all left to help with the clearing up. She was my best friend and we'd always had each other's backs. Now we flopped down on the living room sofa, propped up our tired feet on the table and sipped from the glasses of ice and coke she'd poured us both. She'd hidden one bottle in my bedroom for exactly this purpose and I'd laughed when she told me. But now it hit the spot perfectly. After a few delicious moments, Letty said she wanted me to open her present in front of her. She wanted to see my reaction. That was odd, but she wheedled, indulge me, Terry. So I did. She passed me the gaily wrapped package and even before I touched it, I knew it was books. What could be so intriguing about books, I wondered, as I read the gift card on top. Friends forever, Terry and Letty and a smiley face. A bit dramatic by Letty's standards, I thought, but reached out and gave her hand a squeeze. She was a solid friend. I opened the gift wrap in my usual way. Starting off carefully, trying not to damage the wrapping paper, as if I was planning to reuse it, then irritated by that thought, tearing into it so there would be no such chance. Two leather-bound, gilt-edged books tumbled into my lap. They were gorgeous, with elaborate gold embossing on the front and back and a ridged spine. One was a full-bodied red and the other was a handsome royal blue. They were works of art and my fingers lingered over them, absorbing the sheer loveliness of them. As my hand slid down the cover of the red book, its name slowly appeared and I almost jumped in delight. My eyes flew to the second book and I burst out laughing in complete joy. I leaned towards Letty, the precious books ensconced safely in my lap and burbled at her, Where did you find them, Letty? Two of my favourite books and such beautiful, beautiful editions. Letty smirked. I was lucky. They're second hand, you know that, don't you? They're in mint condition, Letty. I'd be surprised if they've even been read. Certainly not for a very long time. The pages open like a new book. And who reads Austin and Shakespeare anymore? Only fuddy-duddies like me. Oh, thank you so much, Letty. They're just splendid. I'm going to really relish rereading them. Look at these lovely old pages with their gold edging and such a comfortable font too. I already love them. The best is yet to come, Terry. She said mysteriously. Read the flyleaf on the blue one. No, not the red one, the blue one first. She watched me anxiously as I obeyed her instructions. It took a few moments. The inside binding of the cover was so pretty. 
butterfly patterns in faded colors. I stroked it with tender fingers. The slightly yellow pages, softly smoothed to the touch, released the familiar smell of old books. These were surely going to become my favorite books. Not just the contents, which already were, but the actual physical books. They were a treasure. Letty squirmed with impatience. I turned finally to the flyleaf. The verso had the familiar picture of the playwright, with his receding hairline, scanty moustache and big white collar. And on the recto, Letty had written in strong black ink with a fountain pen, For my sweet Terry, with the hope you will enjoy this dear book as much as I have, I remain your sincere friend, Letty. And then she dated it, three days before my birthday, with the date and month and year all written in letters. The incorrect date was so unletty-like. I surmised it must have been the date she wrapped the gift, but still. And the message was so dated, which was even more unletty-like. She's a crisp, efficient person, as I am. This was such an old-fashioned inscription. It just didn't match up. And since when did Letty read King Lear? Now I was squirming. I still had my head down, thinking rapidly how to react, when I heard Letty say, Now look at the red one. Relieved to have something to do, I pulled that one up and put it on top of the blue. The inside binding was also beautiful, faded roses, but I had little time for it. I turned purposefully to the flyleaf. On the verso was the well-known sepia image of Jane Austen, in her empire-wasted dress and frilled cap and the twin curls on her forehead, her face averted from the portrait artist in the proper feminine manner, but her bold outward gaze belying any notion of meekness. I spent a scant second on it. I turned swiftly to the recto, and immediately I could feel my lower jaw hang away. Inscribed there in old black ink, washed out and palely purple with age, written with a thick nibbed fountain pen in an old-fashioned flowing handwriting with many capitalizations and curlicues, the words, For my sweet Teresa, with the hope you will enjoy this dear book as much as I have. I remain your sincere friend, Letitia. And it was dated exactly as Letty had dated the blue one, the exact same date. But a hundred years ago! I simply couldn't believe my eyes. I just stared and stared at that page. I compared the two books. Letty had done a marvelous job of copying that inscription. I looked at her and both of us were smiling through wet eyes. She shook her head and shrugged her shoulders. I saw them in a pavement stall. Five or six weeks ago, he had only two leather-bound books. And those, your favourites. Sheer luck. All the rest in his lot was the usual paperback bestseller type. I don't know how he got these two and put them where I'd see them on that particular day. And when I came across that inscription, 
I was blown out of my mind. The names. And can you believe the date? So close to your birthday? It was just too much to take in. I couldn't have resisted them if they'd cost twice as much. I'm going to have to read them now myself, aren't I? She ended with a laugh. Both of us were laughing and crying. It was just so out of the world. I've cherished those books all these years and I always read them one after the other. And I invariably spend time on those two fly leaves, caressing them, reading the twin inscriptions, marveling at them and letting myself feel the eeriness of their reaching out and embracing Letty and me across a whole century. We are still inseparable friends, of course, the two of us. We must have been destined to be friends. That's why we took to each other so easily when we first met. And why these books presented themselves so opportunistically to Letty that fateful day. Just makes you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs>